I feel like small towns get a bad rap as far as like everyone knows mm-hmm. your business, you know. But sure, like, sure, sure. On the other hand, everyone knows your business. <laughs> Hello, friends and friends of friends, and welcome to the July subscriber episode of Normal Gossip. We are so thrilled to bring you a great story today, and there are so many of you. There are now more than a thousand Normal Gossip-specific subscribers, which absolutely rules. So if this is your first subscriber episode as as a friend or friend of friend, welcome. We are so excited that you're here. Today with me, I have also brought Alex because we have just some, you know, some stuff that we want to talk to you guys about just a little bit. Hello, Alex. Hi, Kelsey. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> um, excited to be on the mic again. Hell yeah. Welcome back. We've missed you. <laughs> so, Kelsey, uh, why am I here? What are we going to talk about today right at the top of this episode? Yeah, I think, you know, we decided to add this little part into the top and to just, you know, come straight to you guys as our close friends to talk a little bit about just like some stuff that we've been noticing as the show is growing and kind of how we move forward as a community and as a group, because, you know, we're learning a lot as you guys are learning a lot. And so this is all kind of like a messy first draft for all of us. Um, And I guess the way to start this conversation is to talk a little bit about the inception of the show, right? And the way that we created this show, you know, we went in with many main goals. We knew we wanted to create a podcast about gossip, but when you do that, you run a few risks. And we wanted to make sure that we weren't making the world worse with this show. (laughs) And the way that we tried to do that is like pretty basic, right? We wanted it to be joyful. We wanted to dissect how gossip is demonized. We wanted to do this in a way that's like fun and not hurtful. And we also did not want to get sued, right? Which is kind of how we ended up with with the premise of anonymization, right? It's why, as we discussed in the FAQ episode, we go through all of these steps to make sure that like you can't figure out who these episodes are about. And the part of the reason we're trying to talk about this today is just because as the show gets bigger and as this group of you grows, you are so passionate and so excited and we want to make this community as comforting and messy and safe as it can be all at once. And that's kind of like a hard balance to achieve. Uh, Alex, can you like talk a little bit about why anonymization is important? Like why we do it? Yeah. So as the show has has grown and the audience has grown, honestly, much bigger than we ever expected. <laughs> Hello, all of you. <laughs> we're seeing a lot of guessing about who the original subjects of episodes could be. Uh, we've seen it with a couple of episodes. Um the Laurel one is is a famous example. <laughs> We've officially changed Google's search algorithm with that one. Um, and then more more recently, the the podcast episode, the podcast episode, episode episode six with Brian Park. Um, we've seen a lot of people trying to figure out who the podcast actually is. Um, and you know, I know that it's really thrilling to like play investigative journalist for a minute and like start dissecting like every little detail and trying to figure out who the who the real story <laughs> is about. Um, 
that's why we have Couch Guy and West Elm Caleb. Um, and if you don't know who these people are, congratulations for not being on TikTok. Um, but <laughs> I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> doesn't know who those people I, yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. I think it's like a, a Venn diagram that's a circle. Um, <laughs> and, you know, those were those were thrilling moments of having like a bunch of people come together to like, you know, squeal over a gossip story. Mm-hmm. And it can be really fun, but... Couch Guy and West Elm Caleb, I apologize for not knowing Couch Guy's name, um, but they are real humans and their lives were kind of picked apart and destroyed by hordes of internet strangers who decided that they had a right to details about their life. And the only difference between what we do on our podcast and what happened to West Elm Caleb and Couch Guy is that we are trying our best to protect the actual human beings at the center of our stories so that their lives don't go up in flames. Um, And we need your help to do that. So we're coming to you as the friends and friends of friends, the people who give us your literal dollars to help us build this into a community that doesn't harm anybody and is a fun place to be. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, I want to jump in and say that, like, we're obviously like not trying to scold you. We are the biggest gossips that exist. And we do see the irony in asking (laughs) you to, like, respect privacy when we have a podcast about gossip. Um, And we know that you are going to guess. Right. We know that that's part of the fun is like trying to see what you can find out. Uh, And so I, I think kind of why we're having this conversation is just to try and figure out some norms around that because you really should not be guessing online. And that is not just because like, I don't want these people's lives to get ruined. That is true. It is also like a self-protective mechanism to not guess online. Something I know as a journalist that maybe many of you do not know is that there have been cases tried in court that Instagram captions, Instagram comments can be held to libel law standards, which means that your comment on our post guessing about who these podcast boys are or who Laurel might be could get you sued. (laughs) And like, that would be honestly, like the worst thing in the world is to be sued for like, guessing who a podcast host is like that would suck. And we don't want that for you, right? The rules of like guessing around this podcast, we want to be closer to the rules that we also give you about gossip, right? Which is please do it on the phone. Please do it on person. Please use your voice memos. But like putting things in text leaves you open to one, drama, and two, (laughs) legal culpability. And so let's say that we had an episode about someone who lied about running a marathon. And you are certain that you know who this is. And you came into our Instagram comments or onto your own Instagram story or onto Reddit or onto wherever it is on the internet that you're making your guesses. And you said, I know who this is. It's this person. That's libel. Whether or not it is actually that person, it makes right. you vulnerable. It's irrelevant yeah. whether or not it's that person because you are now accusing someone and attacking someone's morals in public And those are published comments. So that's kind of why we're trying to have this conversation and figure this out is that like, one, no one is ever right. For every episode, people are like, oh, is this about me? Is this about my sister? Is this about my community? And the answer is always no, because that's the 
point of the show. The point of the show is that as we anonymize these stories, they become more relatable. As they become less personal, they become more real. And so, of course, you think, oh, that story's about me. Maybe they just changed, you know, triathlons to marathons and I'm the <laughs> cheater. And no, thank you for your confession, but that's not right. right? <laughs> it turns out there's like, there's a lot of messiness in the world and there is a lot so of room for like the same story happening over and over again. If I've learned anything, um, yes. the world is ginormous and so is uh, people's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Like we said before, we're learning as we're doing this. Um, the community, all of you are so big and keep growing. <laughs> you all keep growing. There's more of you. And uh, we love all of your shiny faces and all of your close friend Instagram content. Please um, add us to your green circle. We want to know. <laughs> and what we want to do is figure out like what are the norms and habits of being a good friend to this podcast or like, you know, to be a friend of normal gossip? What does that mean? Um, and we're still relatively early in the life of the show. It is we're only six months old, which is wild. <laughs> we wouldn't even be walking if we were a baby. Um and so we want to figure this out early so that as more people join the community, hopefully you all as friends and friends of friends can set the example and like show them how we are, like what kind of community we are. We're not a community that like doxes people. Yeah, I think that's the real question. And that's why we wanted to put this at the top of the subscriber episode instead of on the main feed is that we don't really know how to do this. And there's not a lot of precedent for trying to keep something as messy as possible. And harmless, right? <laughs> like that's a balance that is not easily achieved. And so we don't really know what to do. So if you have, you know, thoughts or ideas for how to make this community a place that can be good and helpful and not sued forever, <laughs> um, email us, you know, that's normal gossip at defector.com. You can call the hotline at 2679-GOSSIP. Or for this, you can also just slide into our DMs and give us ideas that you have. We'll put them all in a big doc and try to figure it out together. And, you know, we'll we'll let you know what we come up with. <laughs> As always, we are so grateful for all of you. Um, again, you're the ones who have put your literal dollars when you could spend it on a <laughs> croissant or on coffee or on a pizza or on a new hardcover book. And you're giving them to us for this podcast. Wow. It's amazing. Um, That's wild. I, I like actually can't believe it. Uh, so we're so grateful for you all and um, and excited to keep building this with you. Yeah, we are. And I think with that as a treat, let's do let's do the gossip, right? Let's let's get into it. Ooh, Don't you think, Alex? Yes. This month, we are thrilled to welcome Jim to the show. Jim works in local government in a small Colorado mountain town and loves to go on long hikes with his tiny dog. Jim, hello. Welcome. Hello, Kelsey. So happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. Before we get into the gossip, can you tell me more about your tiny dog and tell our friends of friends and friends? I would love to talk about my tiny dog. Please. Um, <laughs> 
His name is uh, Scooter, uh, named after the Muppet, um, because he's got a little Muppet face. Um, Chihuahua something, rescue dog, very good boy. So cute. He loves to hike. How long can he hike? Um, His record is he's done an 18-mile day. Oh, shit. Endurance. Yeah. He just he eats it up. He's, he's outpacing me most of the time. Yeah. 18 miles. I'm like, I, thought I would have to take a break in the middle for yeah, it's at also, least two days. That also happens to be my <laughs> limit. So, um, yeah. So it's possible that Scooter could go longer. We'll just never know. For sure. Yeah. We'll just never know. <laughs> okay, Jim, thank you so much for coming on. Can you start me off uh, with the basic question? What's your relationship with gossip? <laughs> Yes, I would love to. I've been preparing because uh, I okay. am a podcast listener. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, um, to be honest, I, I never really thought about gossip much. I didn't really feel like I had a relationship with it until a few years ago um, when I had a roommate who just lived and breathed gossip. It was just okay. like her lifeblood. She owned a little coffee shop. And so like she oh. was hearing all the local goss all the time. And um, she also loved to share it. So like, <laughs> I don't know, I, I learned to love hearing about the weird details of people's lives of, mm-hmm. you know, folks who live thousands of miles away back in her hometown that who's sleeping with who, like, um, that, you know, really has no bearing on my life. Um, but I was like, Oh, no, this is fun. Like, this is this is cool. So her coffee shop gossip, was it like people in the coffee shop or was it like people who worked at the go- coffee shop or both? Little column A, little column B. It was, okay, you know, nice, nice. Yeah. And before that, you like didn't, you didn't have any friends to gossip with. All your I friends just, were I, anti-gossip. I, I wouldn't describe myself anti-gossip. I just, it mm-hmm. wasn't on my radar. I remember, um, I remember growing up like don't tattle was a big thing. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. You know, like is, is tattling, is that like a cousin of gossip, a subset of gossip, kids gossip, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah. It's like, like there's a tattle narking like area that is yeah. not gossip because it's like, you're telling someone who's not at your level. Right. right. So I it's like you're reporting. That's the difference. It felt, oh. well, it's like gossip to your mom's friend or mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. you know, to an adult. And I, I yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. I have her memories <laughs> of like, no, you don't tattle. That's, that's, that's messed up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel a lot of your guests bring up, you know, like the social bonding safety kind of whisper network aspects of, of gossip. And I, I frankly have just never had any experience with, with that mm-hmm. side of it. You know, that's I'm, good. I'm happy for you that you have it. I know <laughs> it's great for me, you know, like straight cisgendered white man from the mm-hmm. South, like, Every system, every power structure, every everything in this country was designed to make sure I succeed and thrive. So, like, I just never even I was blissfully unaware of uh, of these things um, until a few years ago. So that is interesting, though, because I feel like you're kind of an anomaly in the guests that we usually have and that we haven't had a lot of um, straight white dudes on the show and as our editor, Justin, often jokes um, that he's a representative of Boys Town, um, as a representative of Boys Town, could you, have you experienced any kind of like gender differences besides the Whisper Networks? Like, did your friends gossip growing up? Like I said, I can't, I don't really recall there being a lot of gossip growing up. And, and that might just be as being as like it being socialized to not consider boy talk as gossip i'm not saying we didn't it's just like i don't remember it like being considered hot goss you know yeah as a as a you know 
boy growing up with other, you know, hanging out right. with his friends. Um, what about now? Do your friends gossip now? Yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> say that you know now there is there is more gossip in my life. Um, that was something else I wanted to bring up about gossip. Um, I was calling this point like in defense of or in praise of the small town. Okay, um, all right. Okay, Lay it so on me. I feel like. I feel like small towns get a bad rap as far as like everyone knows mm-hmm. your business, you know, but sure, like, sure. on the other hand, everyone knows your business. Like, <laughs> um, you know, I think it would have been really hard to be a teenager in a town of 2000 people where I currently mm-hmm. live, but like, I kind of love it as an adult, like running into everyone at the grocery store and like everyone kind of knows everything and it kind of doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't matter that much. My specific example is a little sad, but um, like I'm currently going through a, a divorce the, of not of my choosing, oh, um, which has been tough. But I only had to tell like three or four people in town about it. <laughs> because then they told knew. everyone else for you. <laughs> yeah. And that really, that saved me a lot of heartache around having to have yeah. that same hard conversation over and over um that's really interesting because I feel like you're right we do often talk about like how that can harm people right of like talking about other people's personal lives can sometimes make them feel uncomfortable so it's it has kind of helped you you feel like interacting with people who already know your business honestly it does yeah (laughs) I, I feel like like having that bit of gossip out in the ether it's just like, okay, well, people know. So, like, I don't have to be breaking this news constantly, which is, like, kind of a bummer. That's a uh, – it's an important skill to have is to know, like, who is the friend that will tell everyone, right? So you okay. only have to tell that one person, and then you're like, voila, I'm done. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Here's a specific question for you. Do you consider yourself a gossip? I um, I don't consider myself a gossip, but I'm trying to lean into gossip okay. world and gossip culture. Um, in fact, can I give you a little bit of meta normal gossip gossip? Oh, please. I would love some. Okay. So I was talking to a friend who happens to be a uh, podcast producer. Okay. And I, was asking oh, no. her, <laughs> I was asking this person if uh, they listen to normal gossip and they mm-hmm. were like, yes, I love it. It's amazing. It's great. Okay. Um, and then they paused for a second and said something. Oh, no. They were like, but okay, really, isn't every podcast normal gossip? Damn. Damn. And, and at the time, I was like, oh, wow, that's really profound. And then I thought for a second more, and I was like, wait, but is that, wait, is that just professional jealousy? You know? <laughs> I don't know. I think like, it is kind of true, though, that like. I mean, we keep getting emails from people that are like, oh, I love this because it's like a crime documentary. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where? I'm like, there are no murders on this show intentionally. Like, what are you right. talking yeah, about? Yeah. But it's just like, un- it's storytelling, right? So your friend right. is kind of right, right? Like any storytelling podcast is some degree of gossip, right? It's just sometimes it's first degree gossip instead of whatever we're doing here, eighth. For sure. Okay. Do you have anything else about gossip to tell me before we get into your your secret story that I don't know? I am all gossed out. I think that's uh, incredible. Yeah. Excellent. Let's do it. Tell me what is happening. Okay. So um, I met my three best guy friends sophomore year of undergrad at a big state school. And um, we're all still very close. Love a big uh, state school. Yeah, right. Uh, And this would have been, you know, about 15 years ago um, that we met. And then the story I'm going to tell, 
I actually kept really detailed notes to, or, or like a journal at this time in my life. So like, okay. <gasps> oh, he has the journal for our listeners. He's holding a moleskin. <laughs> I um, was able to go back and like, look at some specific details. And this week happens to be the like 10 year anniversary of this story. So, oh my God. That's beautiful. Happy anniversary to whatever is about to happen in this story. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, me and my my three best guy friends. One of the the star of the story, Dustin. Dustin. Um, he and his girlfriend Carol were already dating when you know we all met. You know. Okay. And, um, I would describe Carol as aggressively fine. You know. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, um, she was totally fine. Super nice. Super sweet. Had a bit of a temper. Um, she was never like integrated into like the friend group so much, um, but like she was around and, and, you know, and like we never, the four of us never all had girlfriends at the same time. Cause we weren't super cool, you know, or whatever. But, it's also so hard to was, coordinate when you have four friends exactly. who's dating but, who. But yeah. she's a constant, right. <laughs> she's, she's always there. And, um, you know, sometimes um, we wouldn't see Dustin for days or weeks at a time. Cause he and Carol were, you know, having a, a tiff or, or whatever. And it was very passionate, very intense relationship. Um, okay. So generally just to make sure that I've got it, it's, yeah. Dustin, he's dating Carol. Yeah. Then it's you and your other two friends, and Correct. the group is the five of you, and then sometimes other girlfriends who are appearing and disappearing at random. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Got yeah. it. Okay. Continue. Um, <laughs> setting the the. It's harder the, than the, it looks. Yeah. Hardest part. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so like you know, we we graduate college and um, go our separate ways, and. A few years later, it's uh, it's time for Dustin and Carol to get married. They're oh. they're going to do that. You know, they're going to have their wedding, um, and it is a destination wedding. Uh, okay, I have two questions. One, how did you feel about them getting married? And two, how do you feel about destination weddings? Okay, great questions. Um, <laughs> was not stoked on the marriage itself. Um, you know, like I said, Carol aggressively fine, maybe for someone else, but you know, <laughs> Dustin's a super great, super. Sh- sharp yeah guy, mismatched you know, maybe maybe mismatched um that was just my opinion at the time i, I happen to think i was right but, um, <laughs> uh destination weddings i know they get a bad rap i know a lot of people don't like them i love them uh, okay like, great I, i'm here for it i uh i always try to like make a whole vacation out of out of the wedding you know like so this this destination wedding was in central america and um, so I was like, okay, great. I haven't been on a big vacation since I graduated. Like I saved up a little money. I'm going to do two week trip. Whoa. Yeah. Two week trip to oh, Central America. Yeah. It totally ruled. Um, you know, I'm going to fly into Costa Rica, travel around, go to the wedding and fly out of Guatemala, you know? And so that's. Love it. Love this trip. Great plan. <laughs> um, quick diversion. Digression. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. You know, I'm going to the wedding. I'm flying to the wedding. It is not until I have already made my first domestic connection that I realize I had not booked a flight to San Jose, Costa Rica. Uh-oh. I had booked a flight to San Jose, Jose California. California. No! <laughs> and I'm already, you know, 
at the airport have already taken one flight, right? Wait, so uh, you're now in like not the airport where you live, a correct. second airport, and you're like, oh, here's my flight to San Jose, California. Yes, I'm in no. a location. Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, there was also a flight from going to Costa Rica, leaving at almost the same time. Uh- Okay. And so I was like, gang, can I just get on this one? And they're like, yeah. They were like, if you have a thousand dollars, you can. Oh, god like, damn it. Not have a thousand dollars. Yeah, no. Um, but <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, this is the easiest airline story I've ever heard. Right? But, yeah, but no, there it is. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I finally, you know, and I tried so they tell me to go get in the customer service line, which is like 10 miles long, and like it's just not gonna work. So like I run back to the gate, like, you know, in a panic. And I'm like, look, I'm not a scammer. I'm just an idiot. Like, look at my <laughs> return flight from Guatemala City. No one would book. Open Into San Jose, California. To, to, to Guatemala. And she's like, oh, honey, you are just dumb. Like, um, And so hot tip, like, if customer service line is really busy too long in the, like, secure part of the airport... A lot of times, if you just leave security and go to like uh, a ticketing counter, uh-huh. there's like more people there that can help, and they're usually not as busy. And like, this I, is a hot tip. Hot tip. So I told my little story. Um, so you went to the ticket counter outside security. You yes. pled your case. You were like, "I'm a big dumb idiot. Please let me go to Costa Rica." Please, and then what happened? <laughs> please, I need to go to Costa Rica. And she, at first, she's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow." And then I don't know, I must have just looked so sad because like she she put me on that flight with that was leaving in 20 minutes. And oh my um, wow, guardian yeah. angel, congratulations. She really was. Okay. So you get on the plane. Yeah. I get on the plane and like so now you go back through security. They let you on the plane. I had to dump out my water bottle because I had filled it up again, you know, when I left and, and it was the whole thing. I'm that guy, last person on the plane. They're literally <laughs> for me. Um so much privilege, so much, you know, cringe, this is a lucky like, day for you. It's a big day for me. <laughs> and I honestly think that that's going to be like the drama of my vacation. Right. Oh, like that no. feels like the thing. You're but, like, great. Uh, I got it out of the way. Yeah, We're got done. It, uh, got it done. <laughs> you know, we did it. Um, but yeah, the reason I took, um, de- I have de- the reason I have detailed notes of this story that I promise I am going to tell is because I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I was doing the travel journal. I was like, oh, I'm going to be so cool, you know, like oh, yeah. a big international vacation. And it's like, yeah, not something I've done before or since. But like, you know, at the time I had these aspirations. Of like, oh, I'm going to just write this whole time. It's going to be so but cool. But look, it paid off. It, it, ten Seems years later, like you were right. <laughs> it did pay off. Um, so, yeah. So get on, get on the plane. Make it to Costa Rica. Have a great time tooling around. And um, Dustin and Carol have rented a big beach house for all of the, like, friends that are coming in, right? So, like, not family and parents and whatnot, but we've got all the friends there together on the beach. And um, not getting to see much of Dustin, though, because he's, like, doing the wedding stuff. He's shuttling people back and forth from the airport. He's super busy. Um, I don't know. Not groom time. It's not unexpected. It's a bummer. But, like, um, you know, wish I was getting to see more of him. Right. Someone else who wishes she was getting to see more of him was Carol. Um, she ends up getting pretty mad that Dustin isn't like paying enough attention to her throughout this process. Like too busy. You have I said that she's know. a little volatile. She's so that's a little, 
little volatiles that, again, nothing surprising, I guess, at the time, but they end up getting in this fight um, at the beach house and they're yelling at each other. And wait, wait, she- wait, wait. I have some questions before okay. you continue. Sure. One, how many people are staying in this beach house? There's like a dozen of us, I would say. Okay. Yeah. And where is this fight happening? Like on the beach, like, you know, like. Like audible or you can like see them fighting? Oh, we can see it. We can all see it. And, and you like, can hear it or and no? we can hear it. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. It's all just right. just like full on. <laughs> dozen witnesses to your yeah. like pre-wedding tiff. Okay. Right. All yeah. right. Weddings, weddings in two days. They're having this big tiff about nothing i think you know like I, you know I think right. she was mad that like it took him too long to pick up his aunt at the airport or something you know, like Classic something thing to be mad about <laughs> right it's like whatever it was it doesn't matter but the next thing we see is her ripping her engagement ring off <gasps> and tossing it into the sand on the beach and storming oh, off. oh no <laughs> i don't yeah. like that and again i want to reiterate no one's super surprised that this is happening but it's still not a great look and what is the like conversation inside the beach house like like uh there's carol you know (laughs) wow so really no one is surprised yeah yeah okay okay (laughs) her week her big day you know there's just levels of not surprised right there's the level where you're like "Ooh, i didn't think she would do that and there's level where you're like a fucking course right and it sounds like we're in boat number two (laughs) yes this is a fucking course uh, okay but um but this ring which i didn't know if the you know, where she's tossing it is a family heirloom and it was Dustin's grandmother's. And like, oh, no. it took all of us several hours. Oh my like, God. Combing the beach um, to like locate this ring. I, I don't remember why it took so long, but like she had like tossed it and it had like gotten buried under sand is, seaweed or whatever. Yeah. Sand is things. Yeah. So Man, was, yeah. so you're just out there like sifting through yards of sand trying to find your buddy's heirloom engagement ring that his dumb fiance chucked into the beach. Yeah, while having <laughs> okay. had too much rum, you know, right. it is a beach, you know, <laughs> wedding party. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We did find it, so that's good. And she, okay. did, ex- she did accept it back, which is also good. Oh, um, my God. Is it good? I'm I'm a little uncertain if it's good or not. Continue. Fair. So I don't know. Things settle down. We we have a nice couple of days at the beach, and then uh, wedding ceremony. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, beautiful, beautiful ceremony at a beautiful old church. Reception is really fun. Um, having a, having a good time at this you know expensive hotel. Um, you know, it's just it's a party. Having a great time. Um, I find myself dancing with the bride. You know, we're we're just like hanging out having fun. Um, and then I realized I haven't seen Dustin in a minute. So I'm like, you know, after I finish my dance with Carol, uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go find him. And um, there's my buddy. Yeah. yeah. So he is alone. I'm so stressed at the end of the lobby and says, I wish I could call off the party. He oh, gives no. me his hotel key and asks me to remove his luggage from the bridal suite, and the marriage is now over. What? <laughs> wait, wait. 
So you have to find him. He doesn't come find you. Right. He's just like moping in the lobby. And then you get there and he's like, I want out. Yes. He's like, Dustin, my dude, you had years to do this. It was interesting timing. Um, I, the, again, it doesn't really matter, but like, I think that like the straw that broke him was like, there weren't enough chairs at the reception for his sickly aunt. And like, as he was like rearranging some furniture, Carol, like threw a fit at him. And he was just like, he was like, this is it. I'm done this i don't know why but this is my line and this Sir, is my time and, could you um, not have moved your line up approximately 24 hours <laughs> four hours would have been enough you know like oh my wait okay so how how did you respond to this like you've i've assumed had many drinks sure, are having yeah. a really good time really and good now time. you're one of your closest friends is like by the way I'm bailing. <laughs> right. So, you know, grab the rest of the friend group and we, you know, triple check. You're like, bruh, is this happening? And he's like, oh, yeah. And so you're like, okay. So then we just get get into go mode. We grab a couple of bottles of whiskey from the Smart. bar. And, it's good um, to have priorities. <laughs> yep. Go get, his, go get his luggage. And then, you know, his 12 guy friends all crowd into our hotel room and we spend his wedding night with him, you know, just like drinking and consoling and um, yeah. Um, Wait, so at what point did she realize that he was gone? He, by the time, so that was a crazy thing to me too. While I was dancing with her and she was smiling and having a good time, he had already told her, I am going to divorce you. This is over. Yeah. Wait, okay, we've really missed something. When did that conversation happen? Like, in sometime after the ceremony, the party has started. Like, there had okay, you know, so like, post ceremony, early reception, early ish reception. Yeah, and like, where he's everyone, like, I'm out. Yeah, like, and she just goes back to partying like it's normal, which was the part that, like. I mean, still bumps me a little today. Like, it was like... Clearly, neither of these people wanted to be in this relationship, right? Like, if you... But I do... I'm like, I'm like, if you really liked him, you should have been very upset. On some level, I'm also like, you paid a lot of money for this party. So, like, I do understand you being like, I'm just going to drink myself, like, out right. Let's at least of this have situation. A good time, or maybe it was but a like, denial thing. What? I don't know. But yeah, it was <laughs> like, what? Um... So yeah, um, that's how he spent his wedding night. No. With, you know, 12, 12 guy friends crammed in a in a hotel room, just like. Well, does it really count as a wedding if you're only married for like like as a wedding night if you're not married anymore? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, great point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the marriage was was over before. Wait, so it, then what happened? You're all still in Costa Rica. Right. Um, yeah, he, he cancels his honeymoon. He like he flies back to America like the next day. Um, and like I had already I had plans to like still be traveling for another week after the wedding. So like Right. Really You're like, expect- I gotta go to Nicaragua. I can't Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. So but like he yeah, he was gone but he left, you know, before I did. Um and it was just yeah, it was just done. Like, and, um, this is a mess. Like, I, 
I don't even like really know what to ask because I'm like, what was his, like, what do you do if you're like his parents? Right. Like there are a lot of people in this scenario who are just like really fucked over. Right. Like, oh yeah. Alex is a good question, which is, were they legally married? Do you know? Yes. So this was, they had gotten gotten legally married in the States before coming to do the religious ceremony and the party. No. So like, yeah, it was, this was the real. So he wasn't four hours too late. He He wasn't technically four hours too late. Yeah. felt that way at the time um and oh like, my god still only a week late or, or whatever um no a seven year relationship um yeah oh. i'm still just as stunned as you like i don't you know happy to answer any questions you might have but like that's kind of the story yeah. is like the marriage was over on the wedding night so he just like went home and they got divorced i assume yeah and then now what so is he happy He's fine. He's fine what now. Happened? Um, yeah, he he turned out fine. It, you know, it was hard for a while, but he fell yeah. in love again. Um, okay, good. And actually, um, this fall, I am going to Europe for two weeks for his next wedding. This which, guy uh, is having a second destination wedding. This is honestly, I respect this. I respect the like balls of being like, listen, I know I made all of you go to Costa Rica so that I could then end my wedding an hour after it started please yeah, fly to europe I'm, I'm calling this go round the 10th anniversary dustin wedding spectacular that's um, beautiful yeah, so does his so, his new fiance i assume knows all of this yes this is will not be a secret <laughs> or a surprise to her um but um this is yeah. so funny do you have any good bits you got any bits planned for when you go, get to europe <laughs> i don't have any plans yet and like my other friends are like i don't think you should like be bringing that up and i'm like fair yeah enough, they're fair probably enough. right but, like but, like it, it it's all all the yeah it, like i said it's 10 years to the week right wow. now like the 10-year anniversary of the yeah Dustin. anyway so, yeah well i'm glad that he ended up happy in the end you know yeah. you don't you shouldn't always marry someone just because you've dated them for a very long time so that's a good Hard moral yeah. for our friends and friends of friends to take out of this story. Yeah. And I'm expecting this one to stick, but I, I'd be happy to, you know, help him again or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're like, I'm expecting this one to stick, but also I've already planned a week long vacation after your wedding. So I am not available to fly back to America again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, great. great so. <laughs> well, that sounds great, Jim. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing this story with us. It was so fun. Thanks, Kelsey. Yeah, I love the show. Happy to be a part of it. Um, Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for supporting Normal Gossip. If you want to be a guest on a future subscriber episode, please upgrade to the friend level at supportnormalgossip.com if you haven't already. This podcast was produced by Alex Sujan Laughlin. Defector's Projects Editor is Justin Ellis. Our Editor-in-Chief is Tom Lay. Jay Toll is our Production Assistant. Thank you to the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned subscriber-based media company. Thank you so much for your support. It's what allows us to do what we do. I'm Kelsey McKinney, and remember, you did not hear this from me.